0: Welcome back to Made in Manitoba and our Manitoba
1: Country Music Award special. Coming up November 4th in Winnipeg, the province's country music singers, songwriters, and performers will be gathering for the annual event, with many of those up for nominations being Made in Manitoba guests earlier this year.
0: And we're also going to introduce you to a brand new artist on tonight's program from Neverville and nominated for six
1: MCMAs this year, Katie St. Germain. With the release of her first original song earlier this year called The Tax Man." The granddaughter of Canadian country music hall of famer Ray Saint Germain has burst onto the music scene.
0: She's hard at work on her first full-length
1: album and is joining us tonight on Made in Manitoba for the first time. We'll play "The Taxman" for you in just a few minutes, and also highlight music from other nominees this year, including Emma Peterson, Kendra Kay, and Brandy Vesna. This is Made in Manitoba, our Manitoba Country Music Awards special, and we get started after this.
2: She's going at this all alone Little bump starting to show Needs take some time to understand Three more stops till Brandon Baby's crying in the back Too soon for morning sickness How's she gonna tell her dad When she gets home
0: That was music from Brandy Vesna and Alberta Rose on this Manitoba Country Music Awards special edition of Made in Manitoba. Brandy is up for four awards at the MCMAs, including Female Artist of the Year, as well as Music Video of the Year and Interactive Artist Duo or Group of the Year. And joining us now on Made in Manitoba for the first time is Katie St. Germain. Katie is the granddaughter of Canadian Country Music Hall of Famer Ray St. Germain and has burst on the Manitoba music scene. She has nominated for six Manitoba Country Music Awards and most of them related to her first original song called The Tax Man. Before we get into how that song came together, Katie, how about you just tell us a little bit about your musical journey and how you came to be a part of Made in Manitoba tonight.
3: I'm a mom first and foremost. I'm a mom to three wonderful little boys um, and a wife to my husband Andy. And I just have been kind of in the music circuit for like 15 years-ish, I guess. Um, but I only started doing like original stuff like within the last year. Um, and before that, I was just kind of doing more, more cover and everything. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. I just kind of like to sing. I like to hang with my fam, and that's about it.
0: So how did you come to music in the first place? And obviously, there, that's a bit of a loaded question, too, because with the last name St. Germain, there's some connections there that we want to make. But how did you personally come to music?
3: I remember when I was, like, four years old, singing on my fireplace mantle, like, belting Shania Twain and all of her hits, of course. Um, so, I mean, I've always kind of sang and had just had it in me, I guess. Um, but then obviously just growing up with my family, they all, you know, are performers and and singers. So I got to like watch them and we were always called on stage and even just like family Christmas parties, we would be singing and stuff. So there was definitely a huge musical influ- influence like there. Um, yeah. And then I just loved it. As soon as, you know, maybe this is too forward, but I feel like as soon as I found out I could get paid a little bit, to saying that I was all in, that <laughs> I was like, okay, cool, let's do this as a job.
0: <laughs> you know what? If you can get paid for something you love to do, why not do it, right?
3: Exactly, yeah.
0: So let's make that connection. Our audience, uh, very familiar with the St. Germain last name. It is certainly one of Manitoba's first musical families. So let's tie you to to Ray St. Germain, that relationship, and just talk a little bit about your grandfather and the musical journey that perhaps you had with him.
3: Well, yeah, my grandfather is Ray St. Germain. Um, and it's so funny to me when I... I'm pretty new to the interview process and it's just funny when people ask me uh, these questions in this way, because to me, he's just grandpa, right? Like I, I, he was just always doting grandpa. He'd always slip me 20 bucks every time he'd see me. He was always asking how music was going. Um, He'd always give little tips and tricks and stuff. So, but I feel like I never really understood like the importance of that, I guess, until now, now that I'm branching out on my own with music and stuff and how cool that is that I've had that influence like my entire life and, and uh, took it for granted a little bit, like didn't realize it until now it's crazy and pretty cool.
0: Did you ever have the opportunity to to be on stage with, as we'll call them, grandpa St. Germain?
3: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, for the longest time too, we would do um, family shows at like the, the casinos around um, Manitoba and stuff. So we would do those usually like once every two years. And it was incredible because my family's kind of spread out all over all over everywhere really um but they would fly everyone in we'd have like a quick vocal rehearsal and one band rehearsal and that was it it was show day um and it was always just so much fun so definitely we've done lots of performances that way and then just like the odd show here and there that he would just come ask me to come sing so I would go and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun.
0: Now that you're starting to branch out and, and kind of get into this original creative process of your musical career, do you see some things that perhaps you have picked up from your grandpa or things that maybe he was teaching you that you're only realizing now that he was teaching you?
3: Absolutely, I think a lot of being a performer in general, like it you know it's different to be able to sing and to be able to actually stand on a stage and perform and captivate an audience and I just think that I like I' so lucky to grow up watching him in the way that he is on stage. He always tells a story and he knows how to make everyone feel like you're his best friend, and I think that I watched that for a long time and i really really try to incorporate that into my shows as well when i am on stage um so yeah again like in hi- hindsight's always 2020 i i guess i didn't realize it in the moment but now i'm like holy crap i feel like i learned i
0: learned a ton so just playing off that idea of how ray was able to tell a story i think it's pretty clear in your first single the tax man it's it's out now it's also telling a story. So just tell us about the story of how you sat down one day and started writing what would ultimately become the song, The Taxman.
3: I don't know what came over me. I just wanted to write a song and I kind of had this melody in my head um, and I started humming it and then I was like, well, I'm going to write some some lyrics to it. And half it took me a while to actually write the song like I want to say months to finish it just because I would I was bawling when I (laughs) when I would sing it, I would start crying it just it it definitely is I think a relatable song. It was a lot of what I was going through in my life and my relationship, and just um you know i'm I'm so blessed to have the family life that I have and to be able to write this song and hopefully you know be able to be like a beacon of hope a little bit. I know that sounds really cheesy, but you know relationships are hard, and there's always life real life things happening, and I wanted to write a song that captivated that but still made people feel comfort in knowing that you know if you have a partner in your life like there's there's some comfort in that and that was definitely what the tax man was written about and uh I got through it I finished the song <laughs> I kind of got together with my guitar player and asked him like I was like this is what I'm hearing in my head can you you know can you help me and he was like yeah absolutely and before we knew it we had the tax man was born. it kind of had a a thing of its own.
0: was it scary for you to be that open and vulnerable about what you know folks close to you may recognize as as pieces of your life in song?
3: Yes and no. I will say for me i I mean I love being on social media and stuff like that, and if you follow me i I tend to be a bit of an open book and i I, I love that about myself. I think that i I think it's, again, it's what makes people relate to me. Um, And I love having that connection with my audience. But yes, it definitely was scary being vulnerable, writing my my own story a little bit. I'm not, you know, I know that there's going to be songs that maybe aren't completely as relatable to my life than others, but this one in particular was. So yeah, it definitely was scary. But again, I think the message, the overall message of it was just so, it was meant to be um Light and, and wonderful. And, and so I hope that, I hope that's what people take from it. And then it made it a little less scary in the end.
4: Taking over the memories made. I'll remind.
0: That was Katie St. Germain and her debut single, The Taxman on Made in Manitoba. The granddaughter of Ray St. Germain, who lives with her husband and three kids in Riverville, has been nominated for six Manitoba Country Music Awards, which
1: will be handed out November 4th in Winnipeg. Those nominations include Emerging Artist, Female Artist and Song of the Year. We're looking forward to hearing more from Katie St. Germain with more music from her coming soon with a full-length album to follow. This is
0: our Manitoba Country Music music awards special and still to come music from the interlakes kendra k as well as emma peterson who debuted on made of manitoba this past summer we'll revisit some of that conversation and share music from emma's debut album just for the record after this mm.
5: complicated you know what you want and i like
0: it. that was the interlakes kendra Kay. the song say it again on this manitoba country music award special on made in manitoba kendra is up for four mcmas including female artist of the year music video of the year album of the year and fans choice Joining us now, we revisit a conversation we had with a first-time Made in Manitoba guest earlier this year. Emma Peterson is originally from Winnipegosis and released her first album, Earlier this year, it's called Just for the Record. We were excited to have her on the program ahead of her Southern Manitoba concert debut at the Manitoba Sunflower Festival in Altona. I had the chance to speak with Emma and get to know her a little bit and also dive into her first album, Just for the Record.
6: Yeah, so I grew up in a small town of about 600 people called Winnipegosis, Manitoba, um, and I actually grew up with no cell service, so um, some I feel like sometimes to people around the city that might seem a little crazy, but that was just my normal growing up. Um, and there really wasn't much to do, so that's kind of how I got myself into music. Um, when I was about 10 years old, I convinced my parents to drive me to the next town, to the Walmart, to buy guitar so I could teach myself how to play. And that's because growing up, I grew up on very traditional country. My grandparents were my daycare. That's where I went when my parents were working before I went to school. And they would always listen to Johnny Cash and Patsy Klein and Willie Nelson and all of like the legends of country music. And that's what I love to listen to. Like Johnny Cash was my favorite singer growing up. And then as time went on, there was a girl named taylor swift who came out with country music and then i started loving her stuff and wanting to write my own music so around 10 11 years old i taught myself how to play guitar and then i started taking the poems that i was writing in school and bringing them home and trying to figure out how to put chords and music to them and that's it started early on but my love for music started i think before i even knew how to play guitar
0: I I did want to touch on this story I've heard about regarding Taylor Swift and, and it was you and your sister in a car and she asked you if you wanted to listen to this person called Taylor Swift. Is that what I have read?
6: Yeah. So actually what happened was my sister, I think she just got her license and we drove to, it was to Dauphin, Um, and my parents gave me $20, because they just, you get, you get an allotted (laughs) amount of money, so they gave me $20, that that was a lot of money, probably, that would have been 2008, Um, and my sister convinced me to spend my money on the CD, and I think she wanted it, but she convinced me to get it, maybe hoping I wouldn't like it, and I would just give her the CD, but then we drove back and listened to the CD, and I fell in love with it, it was so good, and Um, at that time, yeah, I I would have been 10 years old then too, because I was 2008.
0: You know, what a wonderful example, Emma, of how Taylor Swift and other female country music stars have really provided a spark and someone to strive toward like an, um, an idol or a mentor to work toward, right?
6: I feel lucky that she is someone who I still look up to right now, because I feel like her core values just align so well with everything in the music industry, like from who she is as a a person and even how she runs her music business. Um, She does everything very gracefully, but also very like matter of fact and um, puts so much value in her music. And I love how she um, advocates for songwriters to own their music or artists to own their music as well. And she brings light to, to things that I don't think I would have ever thought about if I didn't hear her talk about it. Um, which I'm really thankful for.
0: How did growing up in a small town in rural Manitoba in Winnipegosis, like you mentioned, how to, has that influenced your songwriting and musical style?
6: Actually, I was talking to someone about this the other day too. I feel like growing up in such a small town, when I write about um, being from the country or even my song "Backroad Dreams," it, re- it really is about me about back road dreams about driving the back roads like I'm not it's like I'm not making this stuff up like this really is my life and how I grew up um and I feel like country music growing up was just what I related to because when I would listen to the songs it was truly what I was seeing in my day-to-day life but also country music wasn't the only music that I was influenced by I mean I love folk music alternative rock like pop music like there's so many different styles of music and i feel when it comes down to it it's all about the songwriting and what the story has to tell and i feel like country music was the one genre that really could enca- um encapsule what what i was going through every day living in rural manitoba
0: would you say emma there's something to be said to be writing from that authentic place of actually having grown up in the country
6: i think so someone once told me that like um the people listening to your music can, they can feel your heart or see your heart. Um, And I think when you're singing about something that is true to yourself, um, the people who are listening will know. And um, when I, when I sing about Backward Dreams or when I sing about Maybe Tonight, which is about um, me and my friends growing up in a small town, um, it's true. It's true to me and true to who I am. And, And those songs have really connected with people. Like when I put out my album just for the record, um, I love all of the songs, but Back or Dreams was the one I got the most messages about. And honestly, that's the one song that is most true to who I am and talks about um, kind of growing up, going from my small town and growing up and kind of moving to the city and realizing that things just aren't always what what you think that they will be.
0: You know you've made it pretty clear that you want to be on stage as much as you possibly can and I have a feeling personally that some of your success has stemmed from the fact that you have been on stage performing live as much as you possibly can. What do you enjoy the most about performing live?
6: Every time I perform live there's always such young kids who come watch and honestly my favorite part is watching them either sing my songs or dance or come close to the stage because when I was a kid and I had there was artists or singers that I would go watch, I would feel like I was just so amazed by what they did. And to see um, younger kids watch what I'm doing, I just hope that maybe I can be an inspiration for them or be a reason why they might want to learn how to play guitar, a reason that they want to start singing. Um, so I think that's the part that I enjoy most. I mean... Um, getting the band together, like my the band I work with is so great. They're all so, so talented and it's always so much fun just to hang out and make music with them. They're such a talented bunch. Um, but it really is, it's just making the connections with the audience and the people who come watch. Um, and I mean they're the reason why I get to keep doing live shows and they're, they're, everyone is the reason why I get to keep releasing music. Quarterback homecoming Thought
5: everything came easy In the bleachers and Chevy seats Looking back, we were naive Like we were living in
1: Was Emma Peterson with the song Backroad Dreams from her debut album, Just for the Record, which we featured on Made in Manitoba in July. Emma is nominated for several Manitoba Country Music Awards, including Female Artist of the Year, Music Video of the Year, and Fan's Choice.
0: Good luck to all of the nominees and an extra shout out to Niverville's Katie St. Germain, who joined us tonight for the first time on Made in Manitoba. That was a little earlier in
1: the program. By the way, the MCMA Awards are November 4th in Winnipeg. Thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba. You can find past episodes at podcastville.ca. Until next week at this time, for my co-host Chris Sumner, I'm Zach Drieger. Good night.